So I don't have to be at jury duty all week. Yep, because, you know, you're racist. Uh, no. Because uh, they're racist. No. Because Sexist. they were No, because they <laughs> didn't have... Uh, the, one of the witnesses was supposed to, like, th- that was supposed to appear, uh, had a death in the family, so they were out of town, and they wouldn't be back, um, until Wednesday to be able to actually do anything, and they couldn't, uh, have the right amount of staff or something like that on their side, so they couldn't make it work, and so it was really weird, because I, <laughs> first the uh judge that was supposed to appear for before us mm-hmm. wasn't there and they never said why he wasn't there so the same lady that you and Nikki had was there mm-hmm. and uh she was trying like it, that it makes sense now in hindsight why it was so weird being there because yeah the entire time it's like we showed up and got everybody in and then the judge didn't show up for another 20 30 minutes after we got there and the entire time they were putting us in the order and then we sat there and everybody up there was talking between the officers and and um the um attorneys and everybody else that that was up there i don't know who all of them were they never introduced themselves <laughs> they were all just talking and then disappearing behind a door and then coming out and talking and sitting down and waiting and then getting up and dis- disappearing behind the door and then coming back out and all of us are just sitting there waiting and it's really quiet and anytime that like chatter did start to pick up it was still very hushed like nobody was sitting there talking in normal voices mm-hmm. and so i you know before we got placed in our order i sat down in uh the second row and I was two people in, and I thought it was hilarious because then they, you know, they go through and start lining people up in uh, their summon order. And the first, we went through the whole first row, and then they got told us to get up and move to the back so they could start placing the next people. And then I ended up sitting in the exact same place that I was. So I thought that was funny and a weird coincidence. Um, and then, yeah, after they sat us there, it was just, just silence. And then we sat there for an entire hour. And then they said, hey, we're going to dismiss you. Leave the courtroom. Goodbye. <laughs> Come back at 1030. And we're like, OK. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, left, came back and then sat, all, sat us all down again. And then we again sat in silence. They were like, you know, thanks for coming back. And then Judge Lady came back up and she sat down and then they were talking. They went up and then they she got down and then it was like the attorneys and her were talking. And then they disappeared to the back and then they came back out and they disappeared in the back. Like, it's just the same thing. And now the judge was a part of it. And then she came back out and sat up there and was on her phone for a little bit. Like, she was looking for something and then went back and talked to the other people. They're all whispering hush-hush around each other. And then they finally had the uh, sheriff come up and was like, so... You know, can, can we have your attention, please? And then uh, the judge was like, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, if, if bad news for me because, you know, I love my job. But, you know, good news for probably all of you. Uh, this, you know, you're not going to be able to serve jury duty this time. You're, you know, you're dismissed. It's over. Like, we couldn't couldn't do it. Has some, mm-hmm. One of the witnesses is a death family. I've been trying to figure it out and really trying to make this work, but it's just not going to work. Don't have enough staff, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, you're, you're dismissed. <laughs> you don't have to come back. We're not going to come back. Like, you're until you get summoned again this next, you know, the next time that you do, 
did that's it you don't have to worry about anything and everybody was, and she was like and don't go like going crazy and screaming and everything i'm sure you're happy and then we all laughed <laughs> and she was like but and then she was complimented us she was like you guys are the most quiet and respectful jury i have ever had in my court <laughs> like everybody that i've always had has talked and you know had their phones ringing buzzing all that even after everybody gets told to turn their phones off or turn them on silent no vibrating or anything like that you know no being on phones like nobody you know, none of you did that so i i thank you for all of that and i uh, hope you enjoy your six bucks <laughs> and then we laughed again and then sheriff was like you're dismissed and so then we all got up and left like wow okay so i, I wasn't i there shorter than you were too because mm-hmm. I went back and then was back for like a half hour and then was out. <laughs> we spent 25 minutes sitting in the hallway. That's why, like, I warned you before you went in there. I was like, go find the spot above everybody in the stairs. Because that's what I did. Because people were just walking up and down the stairs. It was getting warm and just, you know, people smells. Mm-hmm. And so I just went up the stairs, went right past it on the stairs, sat down, had it all to myself. And so I was like, great. And we were there for 20 minutes. Just waiting on that. And I, and I was like, closer I was to the ceiling, the better the reception was. <laughs> so yeah, see, nobody, everybody was still very quiet when mm-hmm. we were waiting to be brought back into the court after the break. Oh, yeah. No, we, uh, most people were quiet. There were a couple of the outlanders who, you know, can't stand a silent room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but for the most part, yeah, everybody was pretty quiet. So, I mean, yeah. But, yeah, you got out of there because you didn't have to wait that 25 minutes because 25 minutes later you were like, hey, I'm done. Yeah. I was like, well, psh, wow, you guys. So you guys just went straight in there. Yeah, I went back in. It was didn't. like maybe three minutes after I yeah, walked in that no. door and they brought us back in. No, everybody was there. Remember I told you three people didn't even show up coming yeah. back? Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. showed back up. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. That's where you guys got the happy because they made sure to find out who didn't show up. So, yeah, they, they weren't playing around with us, but I think it's because it looked like the cases that they had with us were heavy cases. Like there were just, it was like, oh gosh, like I was not excited about that. So, but with that, good morning and welcome to the morning grind on the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. So we have our, how many national days do we have today? Uh, Two national, one international. Awesome. Okay. Well, and uh, just, you know, before we get into that, I just want to thank everybody who's listening to us right now. Um, we broke a record yesterday and I was extremely happy about that. Um, oh yeah. We, number one, um, broke a hundred thousand in 30 days. So, but not only did we just break a hundred thousand within 30 days, um, our 30 day download or download is 108 thousand two hundred and twenty four. <laughs> okay. So, you know, that's that's pretty amazing. And we jumped from two eighty nine or two I'm sorry, two let me look. Two eighty three to two hundred and ninety two thousand nine hundred and fifty five for our all times. And we're up just forty seven new followers. So just and you know, and I, I know for some people, hey, those numbers are probably bigger for other people and everything else. But I was absolutely ecstatic about that we are uh we're over 2000 on just in spotify right now we're over we're at 1800 on our listeners we broke 20,000 on our streams like just thank you guys so much like holy crud and uh you know i do see that you know our afternoon podcasts are definitely uh getting more people in there we'd love some feedback to know what it is you prefer what it is 
you know, and, and it, but it is amazing for us to see that more of our, let's just give just some demographic stuff. More of our listeners in the morning are female. More of our listeners in the afternoon are male. Um, and you guys, it, it's, it's so across the board when I look at who they're listening to, it's, it's crazy. So it's like, same people are listening to Drake and Taylor Swift. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, just thank you guys so much. We're just really, really, I, I, I'm blown away by this. So it's just, it's, it's exciting. So that said, what's our first uh, national or international day? It is National Barbecue Day. Yay. So each year on May 16th, we celebrate National Barbecue Day in the United States. Whether you grill at home or grab some takeout, you will find Americans across the country enjoying an assortment of mouthwatering barbecue flavors and sauces. In the world of barbecue, grillers decide how to cook their barbecue. Whether they choose charcoal, charcoal, wow, charcoal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whether they choose charcoal, wood charcoal, wood, gas, or slow cooking, they consider themselves the culinary expert of barbecue. Traditionally, Americans have four types of barbecue regions. Kansas City, a variety of beef and pork cuts are slow cooked with a tomato and molasses-based sauce. Carolina, slow roasted pork is cooked with a sauce, uh, with a vinegar and ketchup-based combination. Mm -hmm. Memphis, dry rub pork is cooked low and slow, absorbing the smoky barbecue flavors. And Texas, beef is slow-cooked in smoker grills and topped with a smoky dry rub. Everyone has their own homemade barbecue recipe. However, many recipes include the same ingredients. Ketchup, mustard, and Worcestershire, brown sugar, soy, and molasses are common ingredients in barbecue sauce. A combination of onion, smoked paprika, ground cumin, crushed red pepper, and turmeric are often found in the best dry rub recipes. Perfecting your own sauce or rub by experimenting is the best way to find out what suits for you. When it comes to completing a delicious barbecue, the sides you serve are just as important. Potatoes and baked beans with bacon are considered staples of barbecue flavor. Ideally, a good coleslaw will pair well with the shredded barbecue pork and make the perfect sandwich. However, a creamy macaroni and cheese dish is a perfect combination with a dry or wet barbecue. Corn on the cob is another favorite side. Many grilling it directly with the husk on, then removing it before eating. Obviously, no barbecue meal will be complete if you didn't add a slice of watermelon for a light cooked dessert after a big meal. So, to join in the celebration, visit your favorite barbecue restaurant or grill your own barbecue. Experiment with your own barbecue sauce or rub. And definitely share your barbecue adventures on social media. You love my barbecue. Yeah. Like every well, single time. <laughs> I, I smoke, grill, barbecue, cook outside, whether and and... You know, now we're in the process of looking at how we're going to because the cement was a blazing success. Mm -hmm. um, now we're looking at, OK, where are we going to put this? Where are we going to put this? OK, because I'm going to fire pit this and we're going to have a fire pit and I'm going to open cook things. And, you know, just like we're in that place now where it's just like, yeah. And, and I love all kinds of barbecue. I mean, I, I do. I love them all. The only thing I don't like and, and I've said this and I don't know. It, all of them do it is when people cook things and they're too dry and that's it's like, not true there's two things you hate <laughs> there's okay. that and when people mix meats on a kebab and barbecue oh that. yeah no that's because <laughs> mm, that's not barbecue okay but yeah no okay don't do that anybody listening please don't do that <laughs> do not mix your meats okay look shrimp cooks at a different temperature in time than steak steak cooks at a different temperature in time than chicken pork Name it lamb. It does not matter. Don't do that. If you want, to, if you want the kebab experience, okay, but you don't want to, you know, kill everybody, um, <laughs> or make really dry, gross 
chunks of meat, right? Mm-hmm. Cook them separately and then take them apart and put them all together in your pretty little order like you do. <laughs> Consider it a plating thing. But I'm telling you right now, you will never have a piece of shrimp and a piece of chicken that work at the same temp and time. One of them is either leathery or one of them wants to kill you. It's just the way that it works. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, I, I despise it. Plus, I always like my big thing with kebabs. I like different. The reason you have a kebab, right, is for differentiating flavors. Right. Mm-hmm. And but what do they do? Slather, slather the same sauce on one, you know, and it's like, look, I've been explaining something. Just this just it's not unpopular opinion day, but I'm just going to explain this. If you like char siu. You like sugar on your meat. That's what it is. <laughs> you cannot say otherwise. You like sugar on your meat. You know how I know? Because I those like are the sugar yep, on my meat. <laughs> and, the, and, and you like molasses on pork and grilled. Mm-hmm. And you, yes, that's fine. But don't sit there and go like, you know, but then when you slather an entire kebab with char siu or any one's glaze, sauce, teriyaki, whatever it is, you're taking away from the individuality of a food it, for me it's it defeats the purpose right i mean it's like oh wow i like a kebab because i get a little bit of everything you don't if it's slathered in the same candy coating so anyway <laughs> you're right i i think barbecue is hilarious from for me because and i i apologize so much if my father is listening to this hmm. but my dad was so bad at making meat growing up because i mean i don't i can't imagine that he had a lot of people to sit there and teach him so it's not like you know i was sitting there thinking that he was just bad because he was just bad i genuinely believe that he just needed somebody to teach him the proper way to cook things because my god i hated eating Mm -hmm. when my dad barbecued anything because it was always gross to me because it was always way too dry which on you know in retrospect i can understand because he didn't want to sit there and poison any of us but it's still Mm -hmm. it's just like there is a a good in between obviously and it just i feel like my dad could have benefited so much from just a uh thermometer like because i i feel or just <laughs> because just, there's a level of too dry and you that's all you need you cook your meat low and slow and then you pull it out you go is that done did it reach 165 for chicken cool it's done or oop nope center is still not done let me put it back in like it just it's not that hard <laughs> so it's really it's like and even then like some people get worried because sometimes chicken can reach 165 and still have a little bit of that red in it mm-hmm. so it's like but you still can cook it a little bit longer and not dry it out so i don't know it, like it's honestly like you have to literally not be paying attention mm-hmm. or have your heat way too high and not care because i my dad could not he couldn't do it no and, and then and that's the thing is it, and i'll just say this and leave it leave it with this why are you cooking seven pieces of meat on a grill when you can't cook a hot dog right you know because how many people you see like one half of the hot dog is just this charred coal right <laughs> a strip of of actual sacrificed animal on one side and the other four or five sides, depending on which kind of hot dogs you get, are just cold. Like, you, 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 wow. You really? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know anybody who sits there and goes, you know what I want with my hot dog? What's that? Burnt embers, please. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what's our next day?
It is the International Day of Light. So every year on May 16th, the International Day of Light promotes awareness for the appreciation of light and the role it plays in science, art, education, and sustainable development. The day also recognizes the natural benefits of light as well as its many technological applications. Even though everyone knows what light is, it can be hard to define. Light is not just the opposite of darkness. It is electromagnetic radiation within the electromagnetic spectrum that is perceived by the human eye. Visible light has wavelengths between 400 and 700 nanometers. Another way to define light is a stream of photons that travel with wave-like properties at the speed of light. While we perceive the world in many ways, light is one of the most significant ways we comprehend the world around us. Additionally, light energy comes in many forms, including visible light, light, infrared waves, ultraviolet light, mm -hmm. gamma rays, and radio waves. According to Audrey Azoulay, the director mm -hmm. general of, oh uh, gosh, how do you say that company? Is it UNESCO? I've seen it written down so many times. Uh, do people just call it UNESCO? UNISCO? UNESCO. Oh, UNESCO. I'm UNESCO? Sorry. Yes. Okay. UNESCO. I've never actually heard anybody say it. I've just always seen the. Um, so yeah. the director general of UNESCO. I have to sometimes mentally see these things in my head to n hear the reporter saying the name. <laughs> so. The understanding of light allows us to achieve the greatest of scientific and technological progress. Here are just a few of the many applications that light is used for. Lights are used to illuminate spaces such as homes and obvi offices, obviously. UV lights are used in phototherapy to treat certain illnesses. Ultraviolet energy is used to eradicate bacteria and viruses from the air and water. Light is used in optical fiber networks, which helps to transmit information. Lights are essential for safety, such as headlights for vehicles and traffic lights. They are used in many household items, such as television sets, microwaves, and cell phones. And natural light helps plants grow and provides many health benefits to humans. It seems that every part of our lives are affected by light in some way. So to observe an International Day of Light, worldwide events to celebrate this day include light festivals that feature entertaining optic demonstrations, scientific lectures, and photo contests. To participate, think about the ways you benefit from light and how it helps you in your everyday life. Do some fun light activities with your kids, such as making a periscope or a rainbow. Watch science videos about light. And share cool photos of light on social media. I love light. <laughs> well, you know, I it's it's really cool the some of the things that you learn when you're actually studying, you know, physics, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that was it was a riddle that our teacher had given us and it was uh first year high school, right? Um was and and was going to be answered by the end of the semester was if you were in a car and you turned on your headlights and the car was going the speed of light, would the headlight with the lights from the headlight still be in front of you right would they be behind you would they not be on at all or what would the situation be right mm -hmm. and kids we you know we're we're very sure of ourselves <laughs> you know so everybody had their answer everybody had their answer everybody had their answer and this was uh <laughs> This was a teacher I've talked about before who I did not like because he's a science teacher, you know, it's also so he asked me and he put us all alphabetically at first and then realized that wasn't working um, and uh, asked me what I thought. And I was like, I don't think about the speed of light in my <laughs> everyday things. I have no answer. And he threatened to F me if I didn't give him an answer. So I said, OK. Well, given that in order for you to see light, it would have to be at the speed of light. If you're in front of it, you wouldn't see anything because you only see at the speed of light. And he gave me the dirtiest look 
And I knew this was going to just like this because this was literally the beginning. This was like day two. Right. Day one was, hey, here's where we are. This is what we're going to do. This is a we went through our, our agenda. We went through everything else, got our books. We had he brought paper bags for us to fold everything, uh, fold around our books. So we didn't scuff up the books, which, you know, the books are only used for like three years anyways. <laughs> so why do you care if we scuff it? Like if you give me. Oh, yeah. And the paper bags, we weren't allowed to to, uh, you know, diddle uh, doodle on the paper bags. So I didn't, you know, um, but. He gave me such a dirty look. You know why he gave me such a dirty look? Because mm. I was right. I just, it just made sense to me. You, you wouldn't see it. If you're in front of it, it's going to speed of light. You're going to speed of light. You only can view things at the speed of light. You're not seeing anything. I was right. And that pissed him off. <laughs> like, he was one of those people, you know? Because the, the point was how stupid kids we all were. And mm-hmm. I was like, and I just guessed it right. And he didn't like that. I went off of his selected answers that were all going to be wrong. And I guessed it right. So, yeah. But what what about you? I mean, did you ever have like cool light experiments or anything like that? Or We in did uh, in physics, mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah, it was physics. We did the, the cool. Th- we, we played with lasers. And I loved nice. that because it was so cool. Turn, you know, blocked all the windows, closed all the doors, everything, turned all the lights off, and played with red, green, blue mm-hmm. uh, lasers. And it was so cool. <laughs> and I remember because we did lasers and mirrors. And we had a cool game because he had a bunch of these things hanging from the ceiling. And none of us knew what we, what we were going to do. And we had to work together as a class to get the laser to go through all of the hoops that he had hanging down from the ceilings. And then he had, he was like, you know, that's, that was just round one. And then, you know, turn the lights back on. It was like, Hey, you notice how they're different colors now figure it out and don't blind each other in the process kind of thing. And mm-hmm. it was, it was difficult because like, obviously, you know, we learned about reflection and refraction and all that stuff, but it's like, putting it to use with mirrors and having people stand still enough and being able to like have to figure out, where to stand because he only allowed if there if people were standing on a table one kid per table but all of us had to be in like we had to all be using it like we couldn't have like oh yeah we'll just use five kids get through all the hoops like it's not that hard we had to use all of us so it was very difficult (laughs) yeah but it was super fun and it was really cool watching because one of the things that we learned was that lasers you know they're not just light they are literally the uh and it's been years but (laughs) the the particles of the laser Mm -hmm. stacking on top of each other and yeah and if you turn the lights off you can see it and Mm -hmm. it was so cool to all of us and it was just like yeah it, it was really amazing and i had fun with that and then i also did um we messed around with uh telescopes one when i was in that physics class was when one of our uh eclipses happened Mm -hmm. so we got to get all the glasses and look at it and that was really cool once in a lifetime experience kind of thing and it's like so all i've done a lot of things with light and i love anything that has to do with it and right now it's been hilarious because uh tabby has finally learned because i told her about it but you know it's tabby (laughs) but she's finally learned from her teacher that the color of everything is not actually the color of anything and it's like it blows your mind when you learn that that color is literally just light Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's 
it's so frustrating to think about that and like your brain my brain hurts because I want to know what the actual color of everything is and I will never be able to know <laughs> it's like I can't I cannot know I don't see in the dark and you obviously can't like I, I don't know something probably exists where it's it you know 2023 but I cannot find out on my own the color of anything because it I'm only seeing with my naked eye what mm-hmm. the color of anything isn't <laughs> and so no, I love any anything and everything that has to do with learning about light. Well, I'll I'll tell you this, and and uh, just to be over, when I was in elementary school, we did one of those. You're gonna build a light box so we could see the eclipse that was coming, and we thought it was really cool. But I stopped for a second. I go because she was talking about like you make sure the pinhole is the exact this size. You have to have everything this size. This is the way things have to be reflected. This is the way it is because you can't look directly at the sun. And I was like, you know, when the sun is dangerous, I got scared. Because it was like, wait, what if I make the hole too big or what if I made it too small? Am I going to and I really asked, am I going to laser my eyeballs? Like, because I, I thought the sun was a laser. Like, I just that's what I was thinking. Like, like, that's what happens when you stare at the sun. You're staring at a laser. Right. And uh-huh. so, yeah. So imagine little eight year old me going, I don't want to laser my eyeballs by doing something wrong. So anyways, what's our third day? It is National Classic Movie Day. Awesome. So today is May 16th, and we are celebrating National Classic Movie Day by reminiscing about the movies we have seen on the big screen. Grab some popcorn, a drink, and find a cozy chair to relax in as we celebrate National Classic Movie Day. National Classic Movie Day repre- uh, presents an opportunity to, cr- to celebrate the film industry and put spotlight on iconic movies that remain favorites through the years. We are using today's National Day on May 16th to remember stories on the big screen that become a legacy by shaping culture. What do we consider a classic movie? Many critics define a classic movie as any movie that is memorable or makes an impact on society. A true classic movie impacts pop culture, influences society, and remains a part of our lives. In fact, a classic movie is one that has or will withstand the test of time and remain memorable through generations. Um, So here are ten classic movie traits. Um, It tells a story through iconic characters that inspire us. It contains ideas we can relate to and that seem relevant to our current lives. Provide iconic scenes from exotic locations people wish to visit. Contain exceptional graphics, acting, music, and storylines. Address humanism by including experiences, emotion, and even conflict that carry over through time. Incorporate social, political, or historical information that captures the time period of the film. Maintain a popular fan base and gain new fans as time goes on. Present uh, opportunity to rewatch watch the movie on a variety of platforms such as the big screen television and streaming devices pioneer historical topics that push boundaries in society and recognizes praise by critics in the industry before receiving positive reviews and rewards so every great movie contains uh, an ending that leaves us feeling some sort of emotion whether the ending is sad triumphant or empowering the movie ending is what makes us walk away feeling content sometimes we feel an internal feeling of sadness after the ending of a movie however we also feel happiness because our perception of the ending was was fitting is this what sends us back to uh, watch a movie again and again? What is your favorite classic movie? <sighs> I mean, that's pretty easy to go with. I I don't know because the problem is is that people try to have conversations about like favorite movies, and I feel like I don't I like I can't talk about things like that because like I first of all I don't like old movies <laughs> like and for me older movies are anything before when I started watching movies because Mm. it's just there are a few really good ones but for the most part if it's not something that I have already heard of I tend to not like it and it's not because of anything like that the movie did wrong it's just I don't know I I have I I can't get past graphics a lot because if if 
you know, they have special effects and the special mm. effects don't have the technology that I grew up with. It, it takes me out of the immersion. I can get sucked into a movie. Like, you know, it was hilarious for us to watch 65. And at this point, if you haven't seen it, you know, I'm sorry. But it's like... Spoiler we, alert, it sucked. Yeah, it's like we watched 65 <laughs> like, and the yeah. graphics were great. Oh, yeah. It just was a horrible movie. Yeah. But it's like I was still immersed in it enough and I could make fun of it, but I was still there. A lot of the older movies aren't like that for me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can't really speak on like classics because to me, a classic is like the first <laughs> Mission Impossible. <laughs> like I loved the first Mission Impossible. I love the Mission Impossible movies. But like I, I also like I, it's just like that's that is a classic to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like I but at the same time, it's like people can't ever put me in a box of like things that I would like because I don't like the Fast and Furious movies. And most people that like the Mission Impossible movies like the Fast and Furious movies. So it's just it is weird trying to. No, I like Mission Impossible. I don't like Fast and Furious. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's just it's one of those weird things that we get along really well. about. So. <laughs> so it's just really like, I don't know, because classic movies are considered like the Wizard of Oz and mm-hmm. like Gone with the Wind Casa and things Blanca, like that. Yeah. Know, um, <laughs> so streetcar named Desire to be or not to be uh, mafioso fistful of dollars. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, and I haven't watched um, Bridge Over River Kwai. like majority of them. So mm-hmm. it's just it, I will I tell can't. you that I have watched, I think one of the oldest movies um and well no it was it was a movie that was way ahead of itself when it was out and that was metropolis and that was in 1927 was the original movie um the soundtrack that was put over it for i i don't know if it was a remake or relaunch or whatever it was um had a song that was called uh, blood from a stone and it was actually really good and i i watched it and it was extremely dystopian and I was and I relate a lot to what's going on now to it. But I would never have anybody watching it because it's can be summed up in two words. Everybody works really hard and everybody is dispen- is expendable except for the, the lucky few who are the elites. There you go. It's a whole movie. So, oh, and, <laughs> okay. and it's got a, it's got a robot in it and she's cool. So, you know, that's yeah, that's the whole movie. <laughs> so. <laughs> And and by the way, if you're like, oh, you spoiled it for me, look, it's from 1927, <laughs> okay? At some point, people need to be able to say, it's like, I'm not kidding you. I want you to think about this. In the 80s when I was little, we, those of us who got to see Star Wars, and whether it was because we snuck into the theater, friends took us to the theater, or because our parents wanted to go see it and they couldn't find babysitters and realized it was just cheaper to bring us to the movies as long as we sat down, shut up, and didn't say a damn word, we... Grew up with Star Wars. But you know how funny it was when kids were like, no, don't say it. May the force be with you. You're not my father. And like people were like plugging their ears. Don't say that. You're, you're spoiling the movie. Nobody did that in the 80s. Like now people are like, oh, my gosh. And you have to have spoiler alerts and all that stuff on your stuff. Nobody cared. We just didn't care back then. It was like mm-hmm. and it was hilarious because I hadn't seen The Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. And somebody was insistent that I must have seen it. And I hadn't seen it yet. And it was like, it's like, oh, yeah, well. Then who is Vader to Luke? And I was like, uh, his dad. <gasps> oh, you have seen the movie. No, I read the book. You stinking troglodyte. Like, I literally said that. <laughs> so, anyways. With that, don't forget to hit that follow button and whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And be sure to give our website a visit. And that would be stupidpodcastsoneverything.com. We have more and more stuff coming up every single day. So be sure to check it out. We'll see you this afternoon on the Afternoon Dive. Till then, peace out with you. Peace out. Bye.
Bye.